Sayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hi there. I hope the holidays are treating you well and that you are getting much rest and time with friends and family, and maybe like some pecan pie or apple pie or whatever your pie of choice is. I am excited to tell you that today's episode, while it is a replay, it is one of my most listened to episodes. It's how to have captivating stage presence. So even if you've heard it before, it's just a few minutes long, sit back and enjoy. And guess what? Next week, I'm back with all new content for 2022. I'll see you then. Have a great day. Bye for now. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take just a moment and I want to remind you of the email list. The email list is where you get the behind the scenes, the resources, the templates, all the things that I am creating for you. It's found in the email list. So if you will go to takethestagepodcast.com, you can find not only sign up for the email list, but you can get some free resources there. So take time to do that today, if you will. As always, I would love a rating on Apple or wherever you listen. And I want to remind you of the Facebook group. Take the stage speakers. Just do that search on Facebook. Join us over there. It is a great group, great resources, great networking. I don't want you to miss out. Today, we are talking about stage presence. Now, we talked about how to create an irresistible opening last week, and there was a bit of stage presence in that portion. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen, check in the library. I will link it here in show notes so you will have that resource also. But what is stage presence? Stage presence is the ability to capture and to hold the audience's attention. Last week is all about capture. This week, we're going to talk more about the hold. How do you hold the attention of those in the audience? First of all, I want to ask you a question. When you think about stage presence, who comes to mind? Is there a speaker that you love because of the way they command the stage? Is there someone that you love as a communicator. It's someone you've seen on the stage before. You love how he or she commands the stage and they speak to you in the way they do that. Now, having a commanding stage present doesn't mean that you're loud or you're over the top. What it means is that you have this combination of the way you move your body, the way you use your voice, the way you physically look, and that's not about being pretty, hear me. That is about your confidence in the way you look. All that comes together and that creates a stage presence. Now, you also have to have a message that goes along with all of that authority that you're creating with your presence. So as you know, I love to do a what not to. So we're going to do a quick what not to to kick us off. So 
as a female speaker, I love great shoes. I love fun clothes. I love big earrings. I love big jewelry. But I'm going to give you a word of caution. As an event planner, I want to remind you that those great big earrings can clack against that either headset mic or against that lapel mic. I mean, that would be hard if your earrings clacked against your lapel mic, but depending on where the lapel mic is, it could. Noisy bracelets. They may look great, but when you shake them, you sound like one of those, was it, dancers, which is fine if you're a dancer, but you don't want to be distracting. So when you put together your wardrobe, make sure that it is not distracting. And I know I don't have to say this, but we want to make sure that it is also modest and appropriate for the setting. I always ask the event planner, what's the dress code for this event? And if I'm planning on wearing jeans, I will ask, are jeans appropriate? I want to know that I'm not going to be a distraction on the stage. All right. So now that we know we're not a distraction, let's step into the stage. Now, the first thing we talked about this last week is when you step on that stage, you breathe because whether you know it or not, you're holding your breath. And then you step into the confidence of your calling. Now, last week it was, you're going to step, you're going to breathe, pause, smile, and launch. I want you to be confident in where you are and what you're doing. And what that means is be the real you, the best version of the real you, because the real me sometimes is sitting around with, you know, house shoes and stretchy pants on. But the best version of me has put on a little hair and makeup and is showing up. And when you step on that stage, I want you to ground yourself for just the first few moments. Stand in one space and own that space. I want you to look around the room, take stock of where everyone is. If this is a large space, then I want you to move with purpose. Don't roam like a cat in a cage. We've all seen those speakers and you start getting a little seasick. And don't pace, but move with purpose. Make sure that your movements are a part of your message. If you are right at the place where you are making an incredible statement, maybe I'm going to say, let me help you craft a message that matters. I'm going to stand still on that last word, that last syllable, and possibly even lean forward. Use your entire body to communicate. Use your hands as appropriate. Now, everyone's different and everybody communicates differently with their hands. Again, this is why we record ourselves in video and watch ourselves. So move with purpose. Let your movements highlight and underscore your message. Lean in and physically and lean out. Catch the eye and contact with everyone around the room. You can do this in rooms of hundreds, rooms of tens, and rooms of thousands. I have watched communicators on the stage in arenas who do this well. You can do this well. It takes practice and it takes intentionality. 
It's not leaving it to chance. Remember, speaking is a craft and it is something you practice. It's something you work out. It's something you do with intention. It's like a guitar player. They don't just decide they're going to be a guitar player and step on the stage and start working it out. No, they've spent hours in practice in this craft. So you're doing the same thing. Facial expressions. How your face looks when you are communicating to the audience matters. Hear what I'm saying. When you know your material, when you know your message beyond the shadow of a doubt, and you are communicating out of your passion, then your face will show that. If you do not know your message and you have not rehearsed and you have not practiced, then your face will show that. You will appear less confident and your audience is less likely to trust you. So I've been the person who did not know her message well and was struggling to remember the next point. You can see it in my face. Now, that's why practice is so important and video is so essential because you can video yourself doing your message, speaking it out loud entirely with all the body language, and you can critique yourself and you can watch what your audience is going to see. It also, that video and that practice helps you get more comfortable with your message. And that takes me to my very next point. Focus on your audience, not on your message. You see, when your message is a part of who you are and you know it so incredibly well that you don't have to lean on anything, you're not grabbing for the next point because you know it so well, you could actually drop a point. You could cut it down from 25 minutes to 15 minutes and still have a well-rounded message because you know it so well. It's a part of who you are. You've worked it out. This is why it is to me so essential to start with one signature message because you can become incredibly confident, skilled, and build expertise in one topic. But you can't do it in 40 topics or even four. That's why one signature message is so important. Knowing your message allows you to focus on your audience, and that allows you to be confident in who you are. And confidence is a part of incredible stage presence. How you look, how you sound, and how you use your body to communicate is what will create that stage presence that is going to capture and hold. Remember, capture and hold your audience. Let's talk about supporting items like slideshows. Now, I know a lot of people love slideshows. I typically do not use a slideshow unless I am teaching. If I am teaching, then I will use a slideshow as a emphasis on what I'm telling you, just so you can jot down the points. But if I am delivering a message that is more of an inspirational encouragement message, then I don't typically use a slideshow. And let me tell you why. This is one of my beside the stage stories. I am beside the stage, so I'm not producing this show, nor am I on the stage, but I'm beside the stage with a speaker and the event 
cannot get her slideshow to work with their tech and she's melting down. One of the historic meltdowns I've ever seen. She was not prepared. She was dependent on that slideshow. She had, and there was several things that didn't go well. And I'm going to share some of those with you so you can make sure to put that in your cap for later. But she had walked in with her slideshow on a device. That device would not link to what they were using because it wasn't compatible. So her device and the device they're using for the event are not compatible. So they can't get her information off of there because she had neglected to actually send it in ahead of time as requested. So we can't get this working. This is not going to happen. She was completely unprepared to present her talk outside of this slideshow. Now think about that. You're standing on a stage, you're getting ready to get on the stage in front of thousands of people in just an hour or so, and you do not know your message and you can't get your slideshow to work. I tell you, this is a cautionary tale. Number one is know your material, know what you're going to say, know your message inside and out. If you're using a slideshow, use it for emphasis, but don't use it to move you from point to point as this person was planning on doing. Now, the rest of the story is, as Paul Harvey would have said, there was an incredible production manager who walked in and said, oh, all we need is this. And he got the right cable, plugged everything in correctly, and was able to use that slideshow for that presentation. So he definitely saved the day for us that day. But it made me mindful that I need to make sure that if someone is going to use a slideshow in one of my shows, that I have it ahead of time so I can make sure that it is compatible with what we're doing tech-wise. So good lesson all around for the event planner and for the speaker. Let's talk about the unexpected occurrence. I have been in places where the power has gone out in the middle of an event at night. And if you want to be in a dark room, be in a dark room where there are no windows. So all of a sudden, all the cell phones go on. But it was on that speaker to calm that audience down because she was the only one that was on the platform. Now, we couldn't see her. But she did a great job of saying, hey, and really using that big voice and telling everybody, we're figuring it out. Just everybody stay right where they are. We're figuring it out. Now, we had the exit light, but I've also been there when a mic quit working and literally just stopped working and the speaker had to figure it out. I've been there when a speaker tripped stepping onto the stage and had to walk through it. Now, listen. Be ready for the unexpected, because when you are on that stage, that platform, you are the captain of the moment. It is your time to lead this group. You're leading them through your message, a message that you know better than anyone in the room. It is a part of who you are. And so if something unexpected comes up, you can take control of the situation. And the last thing I want to say is never forget that even though you're the only one who typically is talking when you're presenting your message, is that it is still a conversation. Leave room, leave space 
for them to process, ask questions, physically lean in to make points. Remember to move with purpose, make eye contact, engage with everyone in the room. And if you will do all of those things, you will have incredible stage presence. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and I help speakers just like you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. You have a great rest of your day.